Friday, everybody. And actually, it's going to be a happy Saturday for the people out there that are listening because to me, it's a happy Friday because that's when I am recording. But this will not be released until Saturday. But happy weekend. Happy Friday. Happy Saturday. Whatever. I just want to wish you guys a happy day. Today, the vibes are good, man. I feel good. Uh, The podcast is doing good. Life is going good. A little stressful with a couple things, but for the most part, life is good. Um, I cannot complain. God is good all the time. But I want to I want to talk about some positivity today. Uh, there's a couple of things that have been going around on the news that I just wanted to kind of talk about. So let's get the negative stuff out of the way first, and then we'll get to the positive stuff. All right. So first and foremost, the uh, negative that for me that stood out this week is the well. We're not. We're gonna stay away from all the political wars and things like that. But let's talk about. Um, let's talk about. Um, what am I thinking of? Uh, Elon Musk. Elon Musk. For those of you that don't know, hosted Saturday Night Live this past weekend, and it was you know, it was what you expected or what you thought you'd expect. It's a guy who not much in the sense of comedy, right? Because he's you know genius and all that stuff. So. Uh, I think a lot of people are being very critical of him and and Saturday Night Live, Lauren Michaels and Saturday Night Live for the fact that they would bring in someone like Elon Musk, given that they've brought in someone like Trump in the past. But it it was what you expected. I mean, this guy's busy. He's a smart guy. He's all this stuff. So he wasn't funny, you know, by any means. But it, it, there was some funny sketches. Now, there was a couple of things that I saw this week on on YouTube that brought up a couple good points and I'm going to, I'm going to discuss those. One of them was, um, man, I wish I would have known there was someone that was claiming that they, I think it was E or entertainment tonight, Canada. I think it was them that had a segment saying that they were actually trying to sabotage Elon Musk because of, uh, I guess some of the things that he's tweeted in the past, there was a skit where he was talking about how they're like, Oh, he's the only one that doesn't wear masks nowadays. And it's, and he comes out and says, well, I didn't believe in him at first, but now I do, you know, just to kind of throw in those subtle little jokes for those of you that know that he wasn't for, uh, or he didn't believe fully in COVID when it first happened last year, he was one of the, I guess, first celebrities quote unquote famous people to be really grilled on for his comments on on it. But he they kind of joked about it, underlining jokes that were reiterating or, or not reiterating, but re, uh, referring to his tweets. But a lot of people didn't like the things that he was saying that he said in the past. And so the fact that they brought him on really made a lot of people mad. And it only fueled that fire when it was announced. And then you had cast members that went in and were like, um, like uh um man I should have had his name but the, one of the newer the newer guy the first actual Asian cast member that Saturday Night Live has had beyond something he I mean he he retweeted in response to what Elon said and what Elon tweeted was let's see how live quote unquote live Saturday Night, Night Live is with like a little purple demon and then beyond t- tweeted uh what the f does that even mean. So to me, that wasn't a big controversy because he's responding to something, but like Ada Bryant responded or AD Bryant responded with something that said the 50 richest people in the in the United States have more wealth than 150 million Americans or something like that, the bottom half of 150 million Americans. Obviously, that was a clear shot. 
there was a new cast member, Andrew something, that he kind of took a shot at him. So it, it looked like they were divided. The cast was divided. Pete Davidson was on The Breakfast Club, and they asked him about it. He said, no, we were all pretty welcoming, and you know, we had a dinner, we took him out, and things like that, and he's a really nice guy. So either there was this fake controversy to this hoopla to bring up the fact that Elon was going to be on Saturday Night Live because even bad press is good press, right? Or they were told by Lauren Michaels they need to chill out with their comments and they need to make it look like they're one united family and then go on as business as usual. But how uncomfortable would that be? I'm sure for someone like Elon because he's got Asperger's and he's kind of always in his own head. If you, For those of you that follow him and, and have seen him on like Joe Rogan and stuff, he's made comments like, you would hate to be me. I'm always thinking. And you can see it in his eyes sometimes when he's having interviews that there's things going through his mind. And Joe Rogan, he's saying all these equations and fractions and things like that because he's trying to get us to the moon. He's trying to get us to Mars, uh, SpaceX. He's building tunnels underneath the earth, like all this stuff. And then obviously he's building Tesla. So he's a busy guy. And I would expect someone that's busy like that to, you know, not, not be so uh, comedically in tune, especially, you know, given the fact that he has Asperger's. And so his thing is he's focusing on one thing and can't really, or really express himself the way he wants to, or the way most comedians would probably express themselves. I thought it was fine. Sorry, that was a weird cracking. I thought it was fine. I really did. I thought that he did a really good job given the circumstances. I thought the cast worked with him pretty good. And I think it's worth a watch. But going back to what I was saying with ET Canada, man, they grilled him. They grilled him on the things that he said in the past. They were saying how much they hate him because he doesn't donate or he's greedy with his wealth and this and that when he just donated like $150 million to charity. And even Joe Rogan was like, people were complaining, saying, what a cheapskate. And it's like, what? But they assume he's like one of the rich or, or the richest man in the world when he's not. He's only second richest in the US to Jeff Bezos, but no one's getting on Bezos about you know his wealth and Bill Gates has done plenty of donating things, but people get on him anyway. So people are going to complain about the rich and famous regardless. I don't think that it was a bad move for Saturday Night Live to cast someone like Elon Musk. I actually thought it was really, really cool because it's almost like a give back for everything that he's doing for this world. Regardless of how you feel about his previous tweets or you think he's a cheapskate because he doesn't donate his wealth or whatever, he's doing so much for society looking towards the future that I almost feel like, uh, let me preface it by saying this, he's a huge comedy fan. Even Dave Chappelle was saying that they had met in Austin. He just shows up to comedy shows. He loves comedy. He's not that funny, but he still loves comedy. So it gives you an insight to who he is away from the guy we see on TV and we hear about the CEO, right? Aside from the CEO, he loves comedy. So it's almost a give back. Lord, you know, thank you for everything you're doing. Here's, here's this. You know what? You love comedy? Why don't you host Saturday Night Live? First person to host that has Asperger's, by the way. So, you know what I mean? I'm sure I have actually. There it is. I know you had applause in here somewhere. I knew it. But yeah, man, let's give it up to him because honestly, let's be, let's be real. That's a big thing. Everyone everyone likes to to talk about big firsts. That's a big thing right there. That's a, that's a big one. The fact that they've never had someone like that regardless of his position of power or money or wealth or fame or anything like that. That's huge. And everyone's still going at the cast of Saturday Night Live. They're going at Lorne Michaels, especially NBC. I say it's all, it's all, it's all dumb. 
it's all dumb. And ET Canada, look up the clip on YouTube. It was, to me, it was, it was shameful how hard they grilled him. And there was one lady in particular, there's two dudes and a, and, and a girl, and that girl was just going in on him. Uh, you could see that she hated him. And even she said, uh, I'm going to watch, but I'm going to hate watch. Like just, man, you want to talk about some negative energy. It was her. It was that whole group, actually. It wasn't just her, but she definitely had the most. There's For those of you that didn't see that, that was one of the big things that was bothering me this week. But I mean, I thought he did a good job. Shouts out to Elon Musk. They gave him something back for everything he's contributing to the world, regardless of how you feel. If he's not contributing to you specifically or donating money or whatever it is, he doesn't have to. He's taking us to electric cars. He's going to take us to Mars. He's going to do all this in that SpaceX. So come on, lighten up people. But now that we got that negativity out of the way, let's start. Let's get into it with some positives. First and foremost, off-season. Come on now, right? If you don't know what I'm talking about, J. Cole today dropped an album called Off-Season. and Or The Off-Season, I should say. And for those of you that don't know, it is fire. 95 South, Amari, My Life, Apply Pressure, uh, uh, which other one? Uh, Hunger on the Hillside. Those, I mean, those are killer. You got to listen to it. It's 12 tracks. It's one of those albums. You don't get a lot of albums where you can listen front to back and just absolutely love the whole thing. And for me, that was this album. I'm almost on my second time around listening to it, but it's amazing. And he had a freestyle on, on LA. He pulled up in LA at 106 or something like that. And he freestyled for the first time in a long time and he killed it. Go check out that freestyle on YouTube. You guys will know what I'm talking about. And it's it's amazing. Uh, I'll actually list that that freestyle down in the uh, uh, show notes so you guys can can take a look at it. But if you, hey, listen to it after you listen to this podcast, okay? Don't go leaving and then, because you won't come back. Let's be real. We have a short attention spans and I don't trust you to come back. So just listen to it, table it for after the podcast. And, uh, but it, yeah, man, it's fire and, uh, it kind of got him going. And then it's the promotion to his album. It's amazing. You know, we all know J Cole as this amazing rapper. And I was telling Troy, actually, I was like, you know what? He's about to humble a lot of these young rappers because let's be real. He's on a whole nother level. You know, it's, it's very easy to Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Gucci, you know, but then it's another one to just bop, 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 and just hit it, hit it, hit it, hit it. You know what I'm saying? To just lyrically just come back. Boom, 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 boom. And that's what he does. He's six for six like Jordan, baby. So uh, it's 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 amazing. You know, shouts out to J. Cole. He's doing his thing. He deserves one of these as well. Shout out to J. Cole. Yep. I got to actually turn that down a little bit because it's a little too loud. But yeah, shouts out to J. Cole. You're doing your thing, man. Uh, much love. The second thing, or the last thing, I guess, it's going to be a short podcast. I'm thinking about doing these either Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Fridays, but these short little podcasts to just kind of go over my thoughts of the week and some of the things that stood out to me. So let me know what you guys think. You guys know how to reach us. We're on Facebook, Instagram at Culture Punch Podcast and at Twitter, Culture underscore Punch. So reach out to us there. You can always reach out to us on our on Facebook, Instagram, wherever you feel comfortable. We're there. But anyway... As I was saying, the other thing is, man, let's be honest. Netflix is killing it, right? With their series and their movies, they're, they're, they're killing it right now. I mean, for the people who watch Selena, the series, I'm done with it. But come on. Come on. Tell me it didn't take you guys back to a time where you guys remember listening to that Tejano superstar for the first time. The queen of Tejano music. Selena Quintanilla. Come on. And Los Dinos. Let's not forget about Los Dinos because it was a family thing the fact that they really t- uh, touched on 
the other side of that is amazing. So it was good to see for me as a fan, it was amazing to see that side of, of the family and Abraham and AB, especially AB, because I didn't know that he, the, the pressure he was under, I didn't know it was like that. It was nice. I'm not going to ruin any spoilers, but it's also nice to know where some of those songs come from. And it was just, it was amazing how they, they came to be. So if you haven't seen it, watch it. It's actually amazing. I highly recommend it. They did an amazing job. Christian Serotas or Serotos, Serotas. One of, I forget her last name, but it's Christian. She's the one that played Celia Quintanilla. She does amazing. So uh, shouts out to, to the whole cast, really. I wish I had all you guys' names with me, but shouts out to the whole cast. You guys did an amazing job. Um... Like I mentioned, they got a lot of good things going, but, but I started with that because I wanted to move into this HBO max. For those of you that aren't on HBO max yet, you, it's a must. It really is like the, the movies they dropped. Mortal Kombat was on there. Uh, I'm, I'm sure they're going to drop a couple other ones, but it's a must. It really is a must. You need to have HBO max, but what I'm talking about specifically, and this is, this is low key. One of my favorite things, uh, becoming one of my favorite, uh, comedians, Michael Che. He doesn't have a lot of standups. I've only seen him do two and they've been very similar. And, but, but what he talks about is real stuff, man. Like real stuff. Like one of the things he talks about on a standup comedy, he goes in and says, you know what? People are arguing. We're like, Hey, we want equal rights, equal rights, not more rights, but equal rights. And then he's like, some white people are out there being like, mm, no, I don't think so. And I don't do any justice, the joke, any justice. It's funny, but it's true, man. Like he talks about how, how, uh, or I'm sorry, he talks about, it was, it was a, a joke for the LGBTQ or whatever. It, them, he saw they're fighting for equal rights. All black people want are civil rights. He's like, can we just be civil, please? Just civil, civil. But he's like, it's amazing that we have to argue not only for civil, but we can't even take it a step further and argue for equal rights, which gay people are asking for. And so it's, it's just, it's one of those things, you know what I mean? It's, it is sad, but it's it's the the way his mind works. You get to see it in his standup, and now he has a show on on HBO Max called Michael Shea, that damn Michael Shea. And from the get go, two things that, that stood out to me: one, uh, he's using a cast member from SNL, and one of my favorite cast members, by the way, um, her name is uh, Cecil. I don't I don't remember her name, but she's amazing. And the fact that he's using her for you can see her range in acting. Because you can see it on the show. You can see that her range is acting. That's another thing that they went in. They said these cast members aren't that great and aren't that funny. I think she's amazing. She does amazing work. She's got amazing range and she kind of displays it in this, but that's, you know, are debatable. But anyway, is that it's, a, they get, it's Michael Che for all that, you know, he's a black dude. He gets stuck in the elevator with her and she immediately apologizes for how the things are in the world. And, you know, he makes a, and then it, it, it kind of goes into this interview segment where he's like, yeah, man. Like, you know, it's, uh, uh, people ask me like, or people are like, I'm sorry for everything that's going on. He's like, people are people or whatever. And it's really empowering because it really does give you an insight to where if you see his standup, where his jokes, like the origin of his jokes and where his mind, where his train of thought is, not only do you see it in the standup, but now that you get to see this interview style show that he has, you can kind of see the mentality that he has and how it connects. And so it really is him. You know, a lot of people have writers and all this and that, but it really is him. And it's just amazing to see how that works. And I really enjoyed that. And then he did like this little comedy skit where the NYPD was doing like this public service announcement where they were like, you know, we don't, you know, if you're a black dude, you know, just cooperate and put your hands up, both hands up where we can see them. Give us your ID. Like they were, he was joking around about how it's, 
an unfair system in the sense of how they approach black people or the black community where they're telling them to do one thing, but then it's impossible to do another without them assuming they have a weapon and then kind of escalating things. And so you, you, you tack on his, his mind on the way it is, but the way he breaks it down is so incredible. It's just so amazing how he breaks that down. And the skit just kind of adds to to the way it is, and it flips off back and forth between these skits and and her, you know, apologizing in, in the in the elevator, like I mentioned earlier. And she's even saying like, "Oh, how disgusting is it for black people who want to be cops?" And he's like, "Man, he's like, she's like, can you believe that?" He's like, "Yeah, I can." She's like, "Why? Like, why would a black person want to be a cop?" He's like, "Why would anyone want to be a cop? Because they need a job, right?" That's he's he's like he's he doesn't see the color in that in the, in that aspect. He's just saying like, "Look, it's a job. We need a job." He needed a job. That's why he got it. And, it, you know, there, it, well, there should be people making a difference. So it's just, it goes back and forth. I really, I really encourage you to watch it. I don't want to give away too many spoilers. I just wanted to kind of shed some light on this short podcast on, on that. And I've seen a couple episodes. I've seen, I, I believe, three or two and a half. I didn't actually finish the last one, but it's good, man. Like it, there are different ones for each one. It doesn't follow the same concept, but it just gives you an insight of how his mind works. And it's nice because we've seen him for years on Saturday Night Live and Weekend Update, but we've never really gotten a chance to see what he's about. And that's simply because, you know, he has a five minute window that he shares with um, Colin Jost. And so it's not one of those things that that we can really get to know who he is, just like a lot of these cast members, until we see their other projects. And this project that he has, to me, I think is going to be really funny. And he even said the reason why I chose HBO Max was because they let you express yourself in the way, you, especially like in his word, I wanted to express myself. So shouts out to HBO Max for for allowing him to do his thing. And uh, um, shout out to Michael Che, man. I think the show is going to be phenomenal. Uh, um, I'm pushing for the show. So far, what I've seen, I really enjoy. You guys go check it out. Like I said, it's one of those things where it's hard to explain without giving away any spoilers. And I don't want to do that. But it just gives you a good insight to how his mind works. And maybe even will open your minds up to how this whole racial divide is right now it's 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 really it's really cool man so go check it out but again this one was a short friday episode thank you guys for tuning in i know you guys will probably be listening on saturday but go ahead and give us uh, uh give us a good rating on on itunes man um itunes or or apple podcast uh whatever you listen to give us a good rating on there uh it, it would really help the uh the podcast but I appreciate you guys. I appreciate everyone who's followed this podcast from beginning. Like I said, if you're, you've been here from the beginning, thank you. If you're new, welcome. This is, um, I guess, a good way to see the, the, the way my mind works. Short podcast, straight to the point, just kind of emphasizing things that stood out to me this week. But again, I want to thank you guys for tuning in. You guys have a, a, a great weekend. Peace.